Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's a plush new podcast. 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 <laughs> 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 Live, not in a pub. Mm. Hello. Hey, ah. thank God for that. Hey. Ah. Uh. No, I'm joking, joking. <laughs> Every time I slide my Every, thing back up. Everyone uh, everyone then was like, oh yeah, I can't bother doing this anymore. I was saying, Tom drove past Tom's house yesterday. Saw him. One window down. Hi, Tom. What was he doing? Was he washing and cleaning the car? Hoovering the car out. Wow. Mm. That's a very like sort of... Adult job, that, isn't it? Yeah, it's just like a sort of Sunday sort of like, let's do something day, like... Activity. I really pulled my side <laughs> as I was leaning, leaning in. Just you know, like you do all this. Of a, you know what I mean? You do a bit of working out. You go running. You're like you're all right. It's the simplest things. And you get just you. like lean into the back of the car, and I'm a fucking all my side, like the bottom of my back on the side of my ass. <laughs> just went. It's always, do you know what it is? Because when you go on a run, I bet you don't stretch first, do you? Like, proper. Not all the time. No. Exactly. That's that happened that's to fine. me. Do you remember we did a gig? Um, uh, it's not the first gig of the Ritz we did, but one of the later ones. When we were a bit more established, yeah. and it's while we still get we we're getting around in a splitter, yeah, and uh, spoiler, <laughs> and uh, I reached. I need it. Remember, we used to have like um, like cupboards, storage yeah. cupboards, and I remember reaching for something in there, like my neck and the entire left side of my body went before the gig. I, I think that's a stroke. <laughs> yeah, well, looking back, perhaps it was. What were you saying? Was that your point, Joe, that you were driving past mine and you saw me? Was, you, was, was there something the, else the, to the story? I told you all to stretch out your finger first, didn't I? You sorted my leg out. Straight away. Dr. Donovan, that's what they call me. Were you saying um, something else? I can't remember. Unregistered. Dead, drove past Tom's and saw Oh, that's it, yeah. So then Practicing. Tom was like, oh, and he's like, what are you doing today? And Tom was like, just over in the car. Nothing else really, and I was like, I'm buzzing for tomorrow because we get to do the podcast. That was it, yeah. I was like, it's like the he highlight. He said he was looking week. forward to it. You know what? I, I look forward to coming and like it's like it's a it's a routine. It's just that my material, it, it, I struggle because because obviously my a lot of my comedy is based on sort of uh, <laughs> that precise uh, <laughs> m- momentary sort of uh, you got situation. quite thespian vibes today, you know. Yeah, well, I'd, I've I've been. Yeah, I can't even think of anything <laughs> funny to say about that. He does do you know what I mean? Like, Cross-legged. Why Dick Whittington today, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's the the thin palette little sort of. <laughs> I don't even. What, what would you call this? Uh, um, it's, like a, it's like a quite a Steve Jobs. Yeah, it's like a yeah. Steve Jobs turtleneck, but it's not. It's not a roll. Not a roll, is it? It's just like a high neck. High neck, yeah. Quite tunic, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> How are you, Miles? Yeah, good. Tired. Any updates tired. on the house? It's not falling down yet. No, yet. it's fine. Been exposing Emily there. Me and Emily have been exposing the the brickwork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, what else are we doing? Just been fucking. I was just hard. It's just, it's just hard work, isn't it? Because I've gone from doing fuck all to being you like, said, I'm there with laboring. hammers. There you with hammers. There this is what I was going to say to him. I, he, I walked past his house because he lives near me. So I said hello on the front as you had, you had like had the door open doing work. He's like, I've not sat down all day. 
She's like, I'm fucking knackered. You sent us a picture of what you did. It was like just a little hole in the wall one day. I know, yeah. No, but it's, it's going good. But It's intensive. It's work, a whole new world, yeah, that shit, isn't it, it? It's like, I want to get as much done as I can before I move in because then I'll just be, like I say, I'll just have to be fucking sat down. I won't want to do anything. But there's the messy jobs you need to do first. Exposing the brick, getting the floor sanded and done, painting, obviously decorating and shit. So... It'll take a bit of time. Are you enjoying it, though? Yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. I want to fuck off from here and start doing it now. You, you'll appreciate joking, the place so. more because you will have you will have made it what it is, if you know what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's no, it's good, but it's it's constantly on your head. Hard work, isn't it? Um, it's hard work, but it's... it's when know. I rang you up to ask um, how it was, you say, like, you say you describe like, your names in your head. So you no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really bad with names, and it's it's a really nice road, and all the labours, I've met most of them now, they're all really nice. All the labours. All nice. the labours. <laughs> I thought you said nice. labours. A bit flappy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. Right. Go on, go on. No, yeah. So I, on, you know, yeah. it, it's not really anything that bad. You know, they're all nice, but I don't know. I forgot all the names. So every time I see them and I catch the name, I write it down in my phone. So I've got <laughs> fucking out. Good that. Yeah, yes, but I, I've replaced the names, which is weird anyway. Because you know, you never know. I don't want to talk about people. You know, like yeah. that. so I've put Darren opposite with the glasses. <laughs> 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 but my thing is like imagine if Darren comes over for a chat with Miles and Miles is like oh, what's his name and gets his phone out and he's like opposite neighbour but Darren isn't wearing glasses that day he's yeah. like it can't be Darren he's not got glasses on <laughs> have you got any more descriptions well no I've, I've just got, I've got Eric and Lucy and then just a question mark <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm getting there I'm getting there oh. I'm getting there so I, I, I need to what I need to do is I need to see them describe them and every time I see them go hey up just look at me there's people oh, I've met and, and you, 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 you've got a story as well about, oh, about your neighbours yeah. with, with, with so cards and when, stuff when we uh, first moved into the gaff it was near like Christmas time wasn't it so we had moved in I mean you got all the cards don't you and next door came round with like a card and a bottle of champagne dead nice so I mean saying oh where you neighbours yeah. Blah, yeah. so oh fuck off so, <laughs> did obviously. so they came Drop a card off, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, it comes to like near Christmas and Fia's writing out cards for Christmas. It's not my, not fucking my thing. I'd get involved in that. Quite, uh, it's quite Banks Lane, that, isn't it? Yeah, so she's writing out all the cards and then she goes, oh, fuck, what a next door call. Do you know what I mean? We just moved in, trying all the cards out. I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, they sent us a card, didn't they? Like saying congratulations, like welcome Reference. to the road and shit like that. Mint, let's fucking get the card down. Got the card, opened it up. Mint, it was like fucking Martin and Hannah or whatever. Yeah. I've just made their names up. But anyway, Wrote the card out. I went round, dropped it off. I was like, oh, yeah, here's, here's, I'm going to have America. Here's a card and that, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, literally about 10 minutes later, got another card through the post and it was from next door. Got the names wrong. Oh. It was the people we bought the house off. Oh. Did they say oh. it? Nah, they just put on it like... Their name at the bottom. Their names at the bottom and it wasn't fucking... And we were like... Like oh. a, a discreet correction. It's like the other time when he came on, I was like, do you fancy coming for a drink? Sophia went, no. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking got so much time for that. <laughs> Sophia oh. don't give a fuck. She was like, I'm just about to have a nap on the sofa. <laughs> Fair enough, innit? Well, do you know, she was napping on the sofa when he came on. Wish I could speak my mind. <laughs> Obviously, this was, eight, this was ages ago and they went, do you fancy uh, coming for a drink? We said we would do. And Sophia said, no. <laughs> I've got a lot of time for that. I, I, I struggle with that side of life. Along with, give me 10 grand. Along with many others. <laughs> We've what? made friends with the neighbours. Well, the ones across the road from us. We're yeah. like really, really good mates with them mm. now. Going into it, I thought, like on my mum and dad's road, they're not really mates with anyone on the on the road they've lived on for like 25 years. Like, there's no friends on the road. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so that's what I've been brought up with. Katie yeah. shows me some of the fucking 
you know, like the uh, the group, whatever the Facebook groups. Oh yeah. And what do you mean? What do you mean groups? So the like the group that on oh, it's Facebook. Like a vigilante. Yeah, like someone's not picking up dog poo on yeah, fucking exactly. such and <laughs> such. What's, what's on Stockport? That's you know what's mad. Like you know, speaking of um, uh, fecal matter from dogs. <laughs> um, Oh, you know, obviously, white dog shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, I mean, that, that's a OG. whole different thing. But you know, <laughs> you know, like a classic Stockport thing is you go on a walk and you'll you'll just see a bag of dog shit like hanging from a tree. Yeah. Mm. So it's like if your dog, you know, crimped off a length. Yeah. Surely, like you think think about what you know, um, shite is. If you just if, say say if you don't if if you've got the option right of, yeah, it's, you know, bag it up. And find a, the nearest dog waste bin, or bag it up and launch it into a, a sycamore tree, or Leave remove it. the plastic and just boot the shit into the in, oh, no, in, into a bush because it's going to decompose I anyway. Think, I think um, you should take a tiny little shovel with you. <laughs> well, I said no, this. Yeah, I'm going to go drag it down with it. Right, a little tiny one. Like, do you know what I mean? Like a little what are they call now? Like a bucket and spade. Like a spade. Yeah, but obviously a trowel. Yeah, yeah, a shite troll, and turd troll. And you should just bury a, it. A pointing troll. If, if <laughs> it's just bury it. If it's if it's off the path, like, because you think about, it, you put it in a plastic bag at decomposing, like, and even the, the ones that are biodegradable, they still take like fucking eight yeah, years. Just cut to go. cut out the middleman. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And if you buried it, it'd be fucking well, gone about, in about like, fucking. About a week. really old people who can't like be burying shit. Bury yourself. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so the, the the only thing is with dog shit is that isn't it like fucking yeah no it's thing, to- it can be toxic. To- this brings on to one of my topics. Well, let, let, you know, dog shit. You get it in your eyes, you can go blind. Can't you? Can't you? Know, I, I mean, it's, so, it's quite it is, a dangerous. It is bad. Thing. Like it is bad. You should just pick, I pick up after mine. Pick a lot it up. Of time, like. yeah. so what what in the, the people who slob it in a tree. It's like what's all that? About? I think that most of the time is like because I do this on the walk sometimes. I know what you're gonna say. Oh, you come and get it afterwards. There's not a bin near me. Yeah, yeah. So you you and you know you're walking back that way. So you pick it up and you just put it in like the bush next side. But then other people, I've gone past sometimes and the dog shit's gone. Yeah. So I think most time it's like just people who are taking the piss and start lobbing it about. Uh, you right, know what I mean? Okay. I've been with like when Makes we were sense. younger, a group of mates who fucking did shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. I didn't handle dog waste in such a manner. But you, you ever held a shit in your hand? No. Because <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've held my dog shit in the I've hand. I've not. Okay, yeah. Right. I was but, just what's sorry, check. I thought you were talking about your own no, shit. No, 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 no. Here's one semen collection from dogs. Wow. wow, is this for like It's a job, breeding? isn't it? Someone's job. Oh, well, you do it for horses and so such someone's as well. job to wank off a dog. That's weird. That's, you that's keep, well, very it's dark. the same with, yeah, I was going to say, same with uh, horses, isn't it? Yeah. I've seen the guy do it. It's like a it's long. It's a big sheath, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. They lube it up and. Dark, yeah. isn't that's it? Dark. That's dark. I don't. I don't. Do you know, it, it, yeah, so it wouldn't like to wank a dog off. <laughs> I mean, would you? Do you fancy it? <laughs> <laughs> do you think they use gloves? I, I fucking hope so. Yeah, you dearly hope so. You'd think there'd be some kind of. Some kind of like. Device to to the kind of does it a, a robot wanker, yeah, <laughs> robot wanker. It's not really what I want to be thinking about. To be honest, <laughs> I've I've ever told you the story about Soccer AM with the footy. Yeah, no, I don't know. So on, uh, we talked about Soccer AM the other day, and I forgot about this story until the other day. But Tom, it was when me and you went on maybe the second time. Oh, what the fuck? Tom, stop looking at dogs getting wanked off. <laughs> <laughs> it was maybe the second time we went on. It was right. just me and you. First time was just oh, me and you. The third time was just me and you again. Right. And um, I was wearing like, you know, sort of light coloured jeans. Just pretty plain. Anyway. Oh, I remember. Fucking get on the show and it was our third time on. So the first time me and Tom were on our own. Then we all went on as a band. Then the third time me and Tom were on just again. So anyway, doing all the stuff. And they throw, you know, they give you a ball the third time you've been on. Soccer AM ball. My boss, this is mint. 
Anyway, Kim coming to the break, fucking really need a piss, me. So I'm like, I need a piss. He's like, oh, you've got like 40 seconds. Do you know what I mean? I had breaks, so go now. So I'm like, go in, have my piss. <laughs> go to the sink, push down the thingy, the oh. sink with my hand under it. Oh, and it's one of them yeah. dead powerful ones. And no joke, all down it you. went all over where my fucking knob is. Like, uh, I looked like I fucking <laughs> pissed myself, right? So I was there like that going, oh, fuck. Live and the guy knocks on the, knocks on the fucking toilet going, Hey, Joe, just letting you know we've got 15 seconds. So I was like, oh, fuck. So I come out and I'm like, mate, I'm quick fucking, I'm, You know me. <laughs> you, you've been there fucking three minutes. Yeah. You? <laughs> I was like, fucking look like this, the fucking taps. And he was like, oh, no. Anyway, I go back in and I get the ball off you, don't I? And I put the ball up, the over my fucking lap. Like, fucking hell. Anyway, them Fenners and Jimmy Bull, I'll come back in and sit no down and start talking. No one knew, but there was, a bit in, the there was a bit in it and he go, Fucking hell, you love that ball, don't you, Joe? Like, so I laughed. I was like, fuck off. <laughs> Honestly, I was like shitting myself, like thinking everyone's going to see this. And instead of it just being like, you've got long hair, get your hair cut. You look like an obhead, mosher. Yeah. Be like, you pissed yourself, oh, dickhead. <laughs> did you used to wear a chain? Yeah. When you were a mosher? Yeah, I did, yeah. I think I, I went through a chain phase. Yeah. Chain, chain on wallet. I, wallet, I nothing in the wallet. Nothing, yeah. Josh, with you, though, it was, it was chain mail, wasn't it? <laughs> I was That's more of changed. a um, <laughs> I was more of a chav than a mosher. Oh, you were fucking. You were into the sports. What clothes. were you, Charles? I was a mosher then, cha- then a chav. Oh, was you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I did the same Waste thing as you, Charles. Sharks and the Jets. Um, I had the fucking Vans, the Bernies jeans, yeah, yeah. the chain, the, pap- I, the Papa Roach hoodie. Oh, you see, I didn't. I didn't have a van. I had DCs. DCs. Sorry, DCs. Yeah, DCs. DCs. Yeah. Yeah. DCs yeah. Was it Airwalk? Yeah, Airwalk. Yeah, and I had I had, the... I had a Slipknot hoodie. Yeah. Oh, so did I. No I had, way. To, I had to get um, my mum had to sharpie out the back of it because <laughs> it, it had the lyrics and one of the lyrics was shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wore it to school, he had to sharp it out because got to Fuck shout that from the teachers. I, I went Arndale Market and got a fake Nike trackie. Oh. It was black and grey. I'm going to try and get it up now. I remember I remember getting my bike and riding about on it like, I fucking love this trackie. <laughs> short, <laughs> short back in size. Your hair was proper scroll as well, wasn't well it? Well short. I was a strange hybrid at one point. I had, yes. a, I had a Bon Jovi skull top. <laughs> Skull, yeah, like skull. You just again. I, I got it in Spain. I had like Airwalk. Bon Jovi. I got it in Spain. Bon Jovi. I had like Airwalk shorts and then shorts, shorts. Needs <laughs> <laughs> picture it. Then, then I had uh, them fake to, to, to what they call total nighties. Turf night, turf night is skull top shorts. Do you ever swap trainers at school? That was a thing at primary I, I school. I was always too small for that kind of People shit. People swapped trainers at yeah, primary school. In um, my mum said she sent me to school once when I was dead young, infant school. Yeah, like we've talked about this. Oh, have we? I changed my shoes. Oh yeah, yeah. we have talked about. We've it, talked yeah. about. It. We might have talked about all this. This is fucking recycling. <laughs> I didn't know you had turf nighties on my I thought it was just the Levi's shoes you had. <laughs> <laughs> Levi's shoes, turf nighties. Um, Where the fuck did you get these shoes from? Well, I mean, it's not like it's not fucking Victoria. I'm not like working at when I'm eight, am I? Do you know what I mean? I, I, I don't control my finances. Do you know what I mean? Straight to Windsor's, your feet will fucking be warm and walk. That'll do. Do you know what I mean? It's not like oh, Windsor's. Look, look at this eight-year-old in designer shoes that no one gives a fuck about. Designer fuck football. Yeah. I didn't play football though, so it was it was. Yeah, I didn't at the time. It was, it was an unneeded investment. Ben Sherman shirts. Do you remember that? Oh, oh yeah. Little, like, that was a bit older for like as <clears throat> if you had like a like Christmas pol- day pol- polo shirts, weren't Cri- they? 
Quit, yeah, quit, no, like proper shirt shirts. Oh, sh- oh short-sleeved oh, yeah. shirts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had a Christmas Day pair of jeans. <laughs> you know one of our mates in school, I was going to say his name then, but I won't, but he had one on for PE once. <laughs> 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 Fucking mad oh, did, you, did you ever have to rep, uh, you know, if you forgot your PE kit and you had to rep the BO, like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. yeah At school, that. it was so grim. I mean, imagine the, like, the, the skin diseases you would oh, don't. retract yeah. from that. Speaking of sweaters and uh, jumpers and what have you, um... I just thought I'd. I'll, you... <laughs> Josh is just frozen with it. We need to put some coal in your prank call. I was just looking for material on on the phone, something interesting to talk about. I thought, mm-hmm. you know what, I've not done, never done for the podcast. Go into my into my junk spam email. You've got your. You've got a really good one as well. Yeah, I, I don't you've know why. I, stuff I just get some bizarre you've been fished. stuff. Yeah, I, I must have. Um, <laughs> I just I just looked in and usually it's all ridiculous like uh you've been you've been gifted three billion dollars, just give me your bank details. Yeah. I hope you did. The long card number and the digits on the back. Of course I I'm just waiting. <laughs> for, some, for some reason they said that your bank balance will go to zero for a while. <laughs> it's still on zero. Um anyway, this one's this one's from a person called Nelly J. Allen. And it says, hello, Mr. Brackets, Mrs. Dewhurst. I'm a student and I'm honoured to be selling t shirts for you. I have all size, colour, product type, gender, guaranteed delivery in four to ten days. I know you very love your family and want to have t-shirt for your family. I would be honoured to sell t-shirts for you. Help me have many orders. Thank you a lot. Have a good day. So I was like, all right, well, sounds like a nice offer, even though it's come to the very wrong side of my email. Yep. (laughs) So so I've got here, um, big sale off with coupon 20% and the code is T4NAMES. And the four is obviously number four. So I had a look, and they're all uh, just so you can see, they're all like different designs here. Mm, look cool. Like, and they're sort of so there's hoodies, t-shirts, uh, cash. And <laughs> 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 so no one will get that. <laughs> and they all, like from from afar, all all I can see is Dewhurst on them with like different designs, like skulls <laughs> and crowns. Wait, 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 let, me, wait. let me let me scroll down. So is this just come out of the blue? They're just saying it's just come to my junk email. So, <laughs> so using for merch. But also, <laughs> bear in mind, bear in mind at the top, the designs say limited edition. So oh. this one says here, Dewhurst with a skull, blood one hundred percent runs through my veins. <laughs> um, <laughs> here we go. The legend is alive, an endless legend, Dewhurst. <laughs> this is quite. Um, it sounds like a t-shirt Miles would have worn. It's quite my scene from back this, in the day. This one here. It's quite Bon Jovi. <laughs> it is a bit Bon Jovi. I may be wrong, but I highly doubt it. I am a Dewhurst. <laughs> <laughs> I need fucking hell. I need that. These are great. Never underestimate the power D of a Dewhurst. St. <laughs> Patrick's Day, Dewhurst team. <laughs> Oh, it's right. a Dewhurst thing you wouldn't understand. <laughs> Quite like to name the podcast St. Patrick's Day Dewhurst team. These are great. Um, yeah, nobody's perfect, but if your name is Dewhurst, you're pretty damn close. <laughs> <laughs> so I've ordered all of them. <laughs> Top Hello, gents. How are you? Okay, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very well. Very well. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, good. Where are you guys? In a studio? Yeah, in sunny Stockport. Yeah, we've got, we've got like, we bought, uh, just before lockdown, we bought like a big warehouse thing and it's like storage studio, sort of. All in everything. one. You can see it's still nice. not decided on the uh, colour of the wall yet. 
That is, no. I like the middle one. Yeah, this one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's actually the one we've gone for. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean that is literally Fifty Shades of Grey you got there. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> How have you been anyway? Yeah, really well, really well. I mean, listen, as well as one can be in lockdown, but yeah, you know, working hard, still filming, um, still writing. So yeah, it's been. Uh, it's nice to do your job, isn't it? My mum um, is a huge, huge fan of the book, by the way. I had to, had to say, my mum said that this morning. Aww. She said, I mean, I, get, I, bet, I, bet say, get, I bet you get that all the time now, don't you? <laughs> yeah, it's really nice, actually. I'm delighted with uh, with with how well it's sold. I, I walk down the street now and people just want to talk about the book rather than about um, TV. So it's lovely. Honestly, it's lovely. I just finished <laughs> the second one as well. So Oh, great. Uh, you know. The I difficult g- second album, right? <laughs> <laughs> my, girl, my, my girlfriend started the book, I think, yesterday. She's read the first like cha- few chapters, so. Oh well, listen. When I when I see you, gents, I will I will sign any books you want. Oh mate, that'd be great. When did you um start writing that book, Richard? It was. I mean, it's a while ago. About, I mean, probably three years ago. It took me a couple of years to do. Um, you know, because it's just you know because I didn't. I guess like. When you did your first album, right? When you're doing your first demos and stuff like that, and you haven't signed a deal, it's just you, right? You can just do what you want. You yeah. can stop when you want. You no start deadlines, when you want. No pressure. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't sign up with anybody. I didn't tell anyone I was doing it or anything like that. Just so I sort of took my time and I gave up on it a couple of times. I went back to it. Um, but of course, now as soon as you sign a deal, then you know they they want an album a year, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I turned to Tom then straight away, like, <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come, come on, Tom. <laughs> Pull your finger out, mate. What, what else have you been, uh, got to do in the last year or so? You guys are quite prolific, though, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Touch wood. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not dried up yet. So We've that's all... good, isn't it? You write a lot. Yeah, you write a lot, and I think even even the other things we always try and stay on top of things like videos and things like that. We always we've got. We're, we're quite full on, like we're control freaks, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we're all, you know, we all, we plan pretty much everything to do with the band, so, and we all, like, we're still in Stockport, we all, like, live near each other still, so we've not really done that thing nice. where you all kind of end up in different parts of the world and, like, trying to get together is a nightmare, we, we're, like, round the corner from each other still. Well, that's it, I was, I was listening to your, your chat with Simon Le Bon, uh, and as soon as he goes, yeah, the, uh, the band manager who lives in upstate New York, you think, oh, that's, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. 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 That, that's what we that's thought different as well, world, isn't it? <laughs> Glad to see. I've, I've literally. I feel like all I have to do is turn the TV on at the moment, and it's you doing some various game show. It's great. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's been Richard. I proper love it. Do you know what um, we had so much time for when you kindly invited us onto Pointless? Oh yeah. Was the fact the fact that you had jeans on from the uh, waist down underneath the table? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a suit on. Do top. you know what? I'm so thick that. For the first three series of that, I was wearing a full suit and shoes and all that kind of stuff. It t- and I'm a producer, by the way. I know my business. And it took me three series where I worked out I could just wear jeans and trainers. You've been doing like the lockdown look for years before lockdown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've literally, my entire job has been like a Zoom call for, for, for 12 years now. No, that's why I, That's why it t- literally takes me two minutes to get changed between shows, so I just have to put a new shirt. And, you know, poor old Zander's got to change into a whole suit. <laughs> Is that all the show at the moment? I, you know, I forgot the name. It's going to really annoy me that you do. House of Games are doing... See, that's, that, the that, that's the problem so i do two thing is is lots of people do you know do lots of shows the, the trouble is the point is and house of games firstly they're daily so you know that's a so you're on all the time yeah. but secondly they're both successful <laughs> and most shows are not successful and so i've got two and people like both of them which <laughs> yeah. means they keep recommissioning them so it feels like i'm on a lot what what <laughs> i need 
is a flop. That's what I need. <laughs> I mean, we could probably help you out. That would, that. That would help me out. <laughs> I feel like House of Games is like this might be controversial to say, but it's like the cooler version of Only Connect. Yeah, it's it's like um someone once described it as it's like Only Connect meets catchphrase. Yeah. Totally, uh, and I thought, yeah, that's uh, that's about it. So it's, it's sort of clever, but it's also really, really dumb. It's you like, know, which it, is a, a, a lovely combination. It's the map one. That's why, because I'm rubbish with maps, and it's the, you know what I mean? I'm always like, oh. it's there, it's there, and it's just like I'm, 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 I've never been. I mad. thought you were good with maps. No, I'm good at reading map stuff, but you know, like when it comes to, like a world map and like where's the oh, city of thingy right, and stuff, right. I'm just I'm absolutely useless. And that's what they'll shit. They'll get like a beauty spot or something. Say, where is this mountain or something? And like they've got to like port, yeah, put yeah. it where they think of the map. It's fun. It's, it's uh yeah, it's really tricky. I loved it when you boys came on Pointless, though. That was fun. So it, it says a lot about you as well and your ambitions and, and your sort of audiences you want to reach as well. Because, you know, some people are a bit too cool for school. Oh, but no, my view is, if you've got a song or an album you're proud of, you sell it to as many people as possible, right? Yeah, I mean, I think we did a week where we were on Blue Peter and the Andrew Marr show in the same week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit weird, a bit weird that one, wasn't it? It was that's, a bit that's, the that's Andrew too far. <laughs> it, it was a bit of a mad one. Honestly, that, yeah. it, was like some, it was like during Brexit. It was like, I can't remember who it was, but Andrew Marr. It was like a really intense, like... Reeling someone grilling about Brexit. Someone. And, like, and now Blossoms, we were just like, oh my God. Like, this is... Um, it was It was quite funny, though. Quite Black it? Mirror, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was, it was I remember Your it was record dead. company... Your record company must be over the moon, though, because most bands that won't do anything, right? So, you know, my brother's in a band. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, they, so he's in Suede. And, you know, they were they were super cool. And, you know, they wouldn't do stuff, you know, unless they absolutely <laughs> had to. But it's my view. And it's the same with authors. So, you know, when I wrote The Thursday Murder Club and you get asked to do X, Y, or Z, and I just would do everything because you, you want to sell, 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 sell. That's the point, isn't it? We're yeah. not, you know, we're, we've got to make a bit of money. I don't come from money. I suspect you don't come from money. No. Uh, so if you've done something you're proud of, you want to sell a load and make some money, right? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get the stigma sometimes with stuff like that. So it's just like, I mean, 100%. I'm saying that now. I reckon if we had to do Andrew Martin and Blue Peter in the same week again, I'd probably more more be just like <laughs> Blue Peter was what? <laughs> was, I just remember there was a kid at the back with his fingers in his ears, and then, like someone slowly coming and just like taking him away. Yeah. No, weren't we like playing the tune? Uh, playing the tune. There's all these kids just dancing in the background. I was like, this is wet. <laughs> it's just like well, it was proper uh, wet. On pointless, I will tell you who we've had on pointless, so, so you can see the pantheon you're in. Uh, so Shaken Stevens, he's been on. Nice. Uh, but this Christmas, I know, right? We have Paul Heaton came on this Christmas. Nice. And, you know, if Paul Heaton's going to do something, I think anyone anyone <laughs> do should I, do it, right? Th we've got the same management. I'm not going to say we put a good word in about Pointless to Paul Heaton, but <laughs> 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 that's the angle I'm going at. <laughs> so, I don't, obviously, if you've, if you've um, seen the podcast we did with Le Bon, I call him Le Bon now because we're friends. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we just go through five songs from Greater Manchester area. Which one's yeah. your favourites? I like how you've now said Greater Manchester. Well, I know, because you've got to, aren't you? Is that to include us? That's It's purely so we can be included. But, you, um, can't, you can't sit in a shed in Stockport and say, we need, we need five songs from Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we go into the first one? Yeah, why not? All right. Wait, I've, listen, gents, I've tried not to be too cliched. I haven't heard all your stuff, so, I, you know, I, I've got... I'll tell you three bands I've got nothing by, okay? I've got No Oasis... <laughs> Ooh. Becoming because a thing that now because they're the most picked band in this section. But now the yeah. last few guests have been like, I've said what you just said. What's your reasoning? Well, because you know the whole point of this, I think, is you want to say some stuff that maybe people don't know quite so well. Yeah, you know, uh, and you know, 
I'm not going to come up with an Oasis song. I'm not going to say, oh, the master plan. And people go, well, I've never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know? uh, I'm, I've got no Smiths. Mm. Do you know what they've Even not really, they've, they've, what, not, they've not what, really been mentioned a lot the Smiths. No, I think they have be, been mentioned though. Yeah, yeah but mentioned, not, not as not much a lot, as though. not as much as I thought. It's Fair interesting. Enough. I think I wonder if that's because you know, as we want to listen between ourselves, everybody, you know, when your lead singers go rogue when they're when they're forty odd, <laughs> you know, it's difficult for the rest of the band, right? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. It's very easy, very easy for the lead singer uh, to to ruin the legacy uh, <laughs> of a band. Uh, and I've also got no Stone Roses, right? Which are the three? You say no, the three. Uh, they're the three obvious ones, mm, aren't they? Really? Yeah, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost all gone, right? <laughs> <laughs> I went to see the Stone Roses in a tiny pub in Brighton. So, but it'd been eighty six, eighty seven. Wow! When they just released Sally Cinnamon, that was it, and not not even the re release. The so, and I saw them. And genuinely, I I'm such a terrible taste in music. I watched them. I went, yeah, they're all right. <laughs> and I said. Six months later, they had like four songs in the top ten. It was um, it was it was uh, extraordinary. Fucking but uh, yeah, that's that's how old I am. So anyway, <laughs> none of them, none of them. Uh, I'm going to start with. I'll start with what I tell you. What I was thinking of, I was thinking of, and I haven't gone with this. Voodoo Ray by a guy called Gerald, that's which is one picked. of the great Manchester. Oh yeah, well I'm not surprised. Yeah. Uh, and then I thought of so the guy from that went on to do a song which people don't know so much, which is. Um, uh, hardcore uproar by Together. Do you know that song? No, no. Oh, you got to check that out. So that that was a top ten hit, but then went super commercial uh, with the song that I'm going to pick, which is the key, the secret by Urban Cookie Collective. And it's the same guy through all three of those bands. Is it, is it the key, that, the secret? The no, not, I've got the key. Is it that? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Right. Yeah, you, it was, it was so it was so obvious that we were all a bit like. Hmm, should we? Yeah, you don't I, want to commit to submit sometime. Yeah, I that's a tune. That. I never knew that they were. The from name Manchester. doesn't fit, does it? Like Urban Cookie Collective. No, I like it though. Yeah, I feel like it's ruined though because when um, I feel like that tune for us when we were growing up was like a really like horrible, terrible heaven and hell. Which is but no, but you, but but literally, it's just, it's the same keyboard as 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 Voodoo Ray. Can you believe it? And that, that's the thing, you know, it's nice. I, I didn't go for Voodoo Ray because uh, I knew it would be chosen already. And Hardcore Uproar is a bit too obscurist. Uh, and the key to the secret, uh, obviously everybody my age knows exactly that song, but some people maybe don't. So I thought maybe that was a kind of uh, a nod to the mainstream while still staying in the, in, in the great era of Manchester dance music. Yeah, yeah. No, but really, Voodoo Ray, you can't really beat, can you, is the truth. But it's a bit sparse. Yeah, it's, it, I would say. Was that Aeneas that picked, Aeneas yeah, picked yeah. that? Yeah, Aeneas picked that. And it, it, I, I can't remember where I first properly heard that tune. I feel like it was on tour or radio too. Clint Poon. Clint Poon. You <laughs> 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 won't thank me for oh, saying yeah. that. Uh, Clint Boone is partial to playing that at South Nightclub in town. And that's like a nightclub. Oh, for, is he? Yeah. Um, the older the older folk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. That's you, me. Where you get into it? No, no, no. no. <laughs> but yeah, uh, moving on um, to number two, Richard. <laughs> well, listen. Yeah, exactly. I think it's probably best. We, we, will, be, we will be getting on to Clint Boone later, by the way. Oh, Ooh, nice. Uh, now, the second one I'm going to go with, um, he's from Manchester. I think Mike from Bolton, but that's greater Manchester, isn't he? Yeah, that's Isn't yeah, it? That's uh, mm-hmm. And one of those guys, uh, just a brilliant songwriter, I'm going to go with People Help the People by Cherry Ghost. Yeah, Simon Aldred. Yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah, that's a great tune. You met Simon, didn't you? Yeah, I actually went and did a bit of writing with him once, Simon Aldred, at his house. Because he writes with Liam Gallagher, yeah, right? Yeah, he writes a lot for, for Liam Gallagher. What are the big ones he wrote for Liam again? For, um, what, it's for what It's Worth. 
the Christmas and single last year. The new year. one, All You're Dreaming yeah. of. Um, he's wrote for like Sam Smith and stuff as well, hasn't he? And why is he not recording anymore? Because, you know, he's got an amazing voice, a great songwriter. I think he's just happy doing that now, like yeah. being behind the scenes a bit more. And do you know what I mean? He's, he's still coining yeah. it in with, if, he's, if he's the songwriter, isn't he? Do you <laughs> know what I mean? So I don't think, I think he's probably got a cushy setup now where he thinks, do you know what? I don't need to sit on tour buses anymore. Don't and need to wake up and do 5K do runs, that. does he? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think, I don't actually know the reason why Cherry Ghost don't really. Like record or play live. They're a great band, aren't they? But I love that. I love, I love, I love people who were who who uh, are happy just to leave the limelight and just make a bit of money. Yeah. And just do their do their job. I I like that sort of thing. He is a good songwriter. God, he certainly is. I mean, that's an absolute what a, what a tune that is. I mean, really, blimey, yeah, it's not yeah. a million miles away from from something you guys would record uh, if, uh, in one of your slower moments. Take that. Uh, you I know, that's an accolade. Yeah, take that. I think the. Well, that's, I think that's the first time Cherry Ghost come up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which again, is, weirdly, I don't. You don't. You know, when you're thinking about Manchester music, like you said, then I think sometimes it's a good thing when you take away Oasis, The Smiths, The Stomos, and all them because you know what I mean. There's so so many other great bands. More pockets, you, you know can. I mean? enter, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I, for some reason, I'm from here, but I, I, ne- I don't really see Cherry Ghost as a, ba- a, a Manchester band. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know why. Do you know what I mean? Because and it's not part of that huge main what you would call on the mainstream, mainstream Manchester yeah, yeah. music. Or yeah, exactly got to that like stadium level in it i suppose yeah my final three are very manchester though you'll be you'll, you'll, you'll be delighted to hear <laughs> um number three just it's uh, i mean it's, it would be probably in the top five of songs from anywhere uh ever fallen in love by buzzcocks nice. first entry of that song surprisingly enough no yeah. yeah is that the first time yeah, yeah. weird that's weird like weirdly enough but yeah it goes without saying that song doesn't do you know it? what's do you know what's depressing the first time i really connected that song shrek was it? Yeah, it's wow. bad that, isn't no. it? No. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's cool. I know, it's... Uh, my mum and dad were never, like, massive on... No, my... So the first my, time I properly... That song's like, kind of just been a... Ra- it's like one of them songs that's just there, existing, Yeah, but, but I it? think the first time I actually properly, like, was like... I remember watching it be like, it's this tune. Yeah. But then, do you know what I mean? It's kind of ingrained in your psyche, isn't it, that tune, if you're from Manchester? Well, apparently well, not. I think <laughs> that's it, but... But that's the beauty of a great tune. Great tunes never die, right? Yeah, so, no. you know, if you're doing Shrek and you listen to that, you just, you know, I'm not surprised no one said it before because it's the obvious one from Buzzcocks, right? And there's loads of sort of more obscure cuts from Buzzcocks and people say, oh, Boredom's their best ever song and this, yeah. that, the other. I think it's their best ever song. And I think generation after generation, you play that to anyone and they immediately go, yeah, okay, that's a great, yeah. it's, a, it's a just yeah. an absolute great pop song, isn't it? Yeah, like the, I think mm. the biggest songs usually for bands, they're the biggest ones for a reason, aren't they? Yeah. Because... They, yeah. They're often simple and just they, they haven't been overthought. It's like it's like when you first start listening to a band, let's say for example, like Oasis. It's like Wonderwall gets you in there, doesn't it? It's like a, it's like do you know what I mean it's like a lot of people us a lot the song that everyone hears is Charlemagne say yeah and it's yeah. like but as soon as you start listening to the band I feel like you, you sort of fall out of love with that song yeah and you like that's when you're like oh that's not the best song do you know what I mean because you just fall deep into a into exactly like band. right yeah and you're just like oh god. But even like the like the title is so obvious. That, yeah, like why had no one else written that? Yeah, like, ever fall in love with someone you shouldn't fall in love with. That's like everyone's experienced that as well as well. You'd yeah. you'd expect anyway. Yeah, it's got a lot of energy as well, hasn't it? Yeah, do you know what I mean, it's like even the way it ends. I love the way it's like ever fall in love with. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's like yeah, it yeah. finally yeah. ends. Yeah. Like it's it's definitely up there. I'm su- like I'm surprised it's the first time it's been brought up. I'm delighted it's the first time. I'm very proud of that. Um, my, by the way, song five is also going to be the first time you've heard it. I guarantee you that. Right. Uh, but let's go to song four, uh, and this is where Clint Boone makes makes his uh, makes his welcome entrance. Oh yeah. Um, I was a huge and Spirals fan. You know, I really was. Mm. So I'm, you know, that kind of um, 
inspire all charlatans roses era i mean that was right in the kind of heart of my adolescence uh, and the inspirals i think probably were the band i loved most of all and i saw them again in a small room in brighton in the 80s in the in the escape club in brighton and they they blew me away so i wanted to choose an inspirals track uh you know there's all sorts of great ones yeah but then i also thought in my five i didn't have so this is this is slightly a fudge but you'll but you'll forgive me i'm sure I realised in my five, I had no Marquis e. Smith anywhere in there. And I don't think you can do your five best Manchester uh, songs without having Marquis e. Smith somewhere. So I'm going to go for I Want You, which was uh, a collaboration between the Inspirals and Marquis e. Smith. It was the Inspirals single, and they did like a remix with uh, Marquis e. Smith. If you've not heard it, it's terrific. Nice. No, I've not heard that. Yeah, I don't think I've heard that. They're, uh, Inspirals are, we, we were lucky enough to tour with them early, early days. Yeah, like before we had a record deal and stuff like that, it was like, December oh, wow. tw- 2014. That's how we got in contact with our sound engineer now. They did, he did sound for them, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And we, we stole him. <laughs> we stole him. He had a van and a, did, he was like a two-in-one. He was like, I'll drive the van and do your sound for like whatever it was. 100, 100, 100 quid a day. Wow. Pound a day. So we were like, he used to sleep in, in the van, didn't he? Yeah, we used he to. He had s- like a bunk at the back. And we used to stay in like nice. hostels and shit. He's actually tiling my bathroom tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> he's a jack of all trades. <laughs> He's a real Renaissance man. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like the person you want driving a van about, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, but, um, I can tell your bathroom, do your sound, and drive the van. Clint, <laughs> go on, go on, Clint Boone actually used to live opposite my parents um, in the outside grill pit. Oh, yeah. Did he really? I, yeah. yeah. And I, I never didn't, knew that. I didn't, this is sort of like late 90s, early noise. And I didn't really know who the Inspirals were. And um, yeah. my dad actually pushed me over the road to sign one of his records. Um, and that's how no. I became aware of who they were, and, and then you know, obviously, we we went on tour with them, and we've been friends and fans since. Oh, you never told me. But that, so. they, but so many great, so many great pop songs yeah. by the Inspirals. Yeah. I mean, from from this is how it feels. Satin Five, I think, is an amazing song Sun. by the Inspirals. Joe yeah. is an amazing song. But you know, I had yeah. to put Mark. So th- this one, which is I want you, so it was one of their tracks. But it's literally just got Marky Smith barking all over it. <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's the. Uh, it reminds you of uh, it reminds you of Marky Smith's uh, <laughs> unique contribution to uh, Manchester and to music. Yeah, I think so. Check that one out. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear number five? Yeah, yeah let's go you, for you've it. Kept up with the each no. one has been a what's the word? The first time they've been picked. Yeah, I know you've, you've done that's you've done good. A, you've done a good four one, original choices, and you're we've had like how many people we had on? I think you're like the ninth, eighth yeah, maybe, person yeah. we've had on. So yeah. I mean, there's been one guest who just picked Wonderwall, so he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I, th- I think I'm going to go five from five here. Um, go. This is like the most Manchester song of all, I think. Here's a song, late nine, late seventies maybe, but it was number one. All right. Okay, so it was a one-hit wonder, number one, which was a huge hit uh, when I was kind of nine or ten, and I loved it. Uh, and it's about Manchester. It's about Lowry, the artist, uh, and it's Brian and Michael, Matchstalk Men and Matchstalk Cats and Dogs. You know this song? I've heard that song. Yeah, I've seen it on like Top of the Pops reruns. I think maybe. Yeah. I think now that- it starts lyrically. It's amazing. It's a folk song, right? It's like a proper. It starts. Um, he painted Salford's smoky tops on cardboard boxes from the shops. Yeah. And you think? Come on. Yeah. yeah? It's, it's it's just like I can't. I'm trying to think why. I've heard Back that song. Back in my brain, where I, where I, where I first like heard stick, it. Does it go like that? Yeah, it's like folky, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember the first. <laughs> I don't know if you showed it me, Josh. Probably. The, uh, that's one of them kind of tracks that, like, 
you'd hear your parents talking about that and reference it from like the 70s because obviously they grew up watching like the TV and whatever and it, I didn't know it was number one to be fair but yeah, it was a huge hit and listen it's beautiful and it's look, the lyrics are great it's all about Lowry and how everyone says that you know all you're doing is painting this really simple stuff yeah. and you need to do something more sophisticated and he said no that's listen that's, that's all I want to do. And how they tried to get, come down to London. And he said, no, I'm going to stay up in Manchester to do my stuff. And then I think the third verse starts some, um, uh, now Lowry's hang upon the wall among the greatest of them all. And even the Mona Lisa takes a bow. And you think, oh, yeah, it's just on. class, isn't it? There is, um, that's nice, isn't it? I love Lowry for that, though. I, I think I love the fact it's like this, this Stockport in his, like... Yeah, there's some step, the street, the crowd, the street. Yeah. And there's some, it, all of them are just like... I don't know. They're just class, aren't they? The simplicity of them. There, I'm not really a massive like uh, art art fan. Do you know what I mean? Like I love. Yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah. It. yeah but I can. They're the ones that I'm proper. One I, weirdly, I was watching Antiques Roadshow. I don't know weird. I love Antiques Roadshow, but I was watching it the other day, and someone had like a Lowry that they bought when they were like a 16 year old, and it was like they, wow. got, they got it for like 100 quid back then. He was like an old guy now, and it was just this. It was like a portrait of just this guy. It was on like a plank of wood. Oh my god! It was. I can't remember how much it was worth now, but the guy was just like sort of sat there like blown away but he told this story about how he, like the um the gallery where it was advertised that they had it and he like cycled down dead quick do you know what I mean yeah. and then put it on his bike and stuff and it was just like and his mum and dad were like why have you spent all the money all your money you've got on this like stupid painting do you know what I mean he was like I love it but I just thought I'd tell a little story yeah. I thought it was like the there's nice- another 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 Manchester fact on that song uh Matchstop Men uh is in I think I think maybe all the choruses certainly the last uh chorus they have a choir a kids choir singer on it uh, and that choir is St. Winifred's uh, School Choir, who then had a number one of their own with, uh, there's no Grand- one quite like Grandma, yeah, no which is another, like grandma, yeah. which, which is not a song I would choose, I promise you. <laughs> but uh, but they, they, they had two number one singles, St. Winifred's School Choir. It's not bad going, is it? <laughs> I was going to say that. Prolific. <laughs> wonder if they shared the PRS. <laughs> <laughs> Bet they didn't. <laughs> I would love you boys to do a cover of Matchstalk Men, by the way. I don't even, do you know what? I, when when lockdown was first done, I wanted to do a thing didn't it, from here when we like we did like loads of covers and yeah yeah just put it out there. We need to, we need to start get on, get on that a little. Che- bit. Cheers for educating us with that tune, uh, Richard. It's a pleasure. But listen, yeah. gents, yeah. you should you should do it from this from this podcast. If everyone's coming on, giving you five great Manchester tunes, you should just do a like a, like a sessions of it. Like pick eight of them that yeah. you didn't know, do a cover of all of them. Boom! How about that? Do you know what we? Uh, there's we, a feature. Yeah, we hey. wanted we wanted to do stuff like that, but it's the um, it's like, oh, this is boring. Isn't it? Oh, it's the copyright on podcasts. It's really, I know. Diff- you really can't, difficult. You can't to do clear. music on yeah. Can't do music on podcasts, right? So annoying. Yeah, because we wanted to like when when you talk about it, and we want to like play them underneath, but you just yeah, yeah. You run into so many like problems, hiccups, so to speak. Oh, I was going to say. So obviously, your brother being in a band and you yeah. telling us about various artists you've seen in Brighton was like what was what was it that made music so big some people like my dad wasn't a really big music fan didn't sort of go and watch bands at all he sort of listened to it but what was it do you think that that attracted you to music and did you ever play anything did you ever want to be in a band yourself with your brother being in a band or were you just like oh he's doing that I don't want to do it no yeah that, that's the good news is is as I was never interested at all I couldn't do what you guys do it doesn't interest me being on stage singing anything like that and so him and Brett used to, they practice upstairs in my house when they were like 15 or something. So, you know, I'd hear them sort of playing these songs and doing little demos. And so I got all the excitement of that. And when I was, I mean, I was like 20, 21 when they got massive. Yeah. And, you know, I was standing on the side of a stage in Spain next to Bowie, watching them and all That's that kind of nice. stuff and just seeing people go crazy. Uh, and because it wasn't my ambition and I was, you know, I had my own career ahead of me. I was able just to 
enjoy it. And I'm so proud of, you know, standing there watching it, as I'm sure your family are when they watch you on stage. There's something extraordinary seeing somebody uh, that you kind of grew up with just up, up there, you know, entertaining thousands of people. And, to, you know, especially I love, you know, obviously I've got a, um, you know, a, a soft spot for, for a rhythm section, you know, and I love sometimes just watching Matt and Simon, the drummer, you know, because they keep that, you know, they're super tight suede, yeah, you know, yeah. they're a great live band. And I just love watching them, you know, doing their job while the lead singer, no offense to lead singers, uh, sort of, you know, has all the histrionics and is out there getting all the acclaim and stuff like that. I love watching the engine room just absolutely kind of fire something home. We ended up doing, I think it was Summer Sonic with Suede in Japan a few years back. Oh, yeah. And uh, we were side stage watching Suede. And I just remember thinking, Matt, Matt's, it is Matt, isn't it? Your brother. Yeah. His bass looks so small on him because he's such a yeah. big bloke. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, and again, I'm obviously being a bass player. I always hone in on the on the rhythm section. And I thought, you know, how tight they were. Bassists are always tall, aren't they? They're always the tallest one. John Entwistle, Chris Novoselic, they're all massive. Charlie Salt. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah. just shy of 6'2". <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I was going to say, it's like that thing, you know, obviously being like a producer and thing, I suppose you can't watch a game show without analysing it and mipping it apart in your own head. Do you know what I mean? Like, when we watch a gig, I can't help but just stare at the drummer. Or, and do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, I, I, yeah, can't, right I can't, weirdly, I can't really enjoy a gig as I used to enjoy a gig now. I'm just like... Unless you're really pissed. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then yeah, it's sad. Yeah, and then it's all right. But it's like, no, so like, Richard Holland can't watch a game show unless he's really pissed to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, fortunately, I always am. Uh, <laughs> but it's exactly that. And I try and explain it to people, you know, when I watch telly in the same way that when... So if, when I listen to music, you know, I'm just I'm just listening to it. I don't I don't know what's going on. Yeah. You guys, same with me for telly. You are underneath the car, if you know what I mean. You're like in the mechanics pit, yeah, and yeah. you see how everything fits together. Whereas I'm just looking at the car, and it's a bright red color, yeah. and isn't that lovely? And so yeah, when I'm watching telly, I'm literally watching every decision that was made, why why that's happened, why the, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, and I don't you know and I don't get it. That's why I love listening to things like that Song Exploder podcast. Yeah, you know, I love where, that. They'll do it for songs I, I know really well, and they'll say, and this is why we've got this. I think, oh, I've never heard that guitar line in it. I'm no offense to any musicians, but you know, there'll be some piano line, and they're just going, and we just knew that was going to transform the track. And you just think, <laughs> God, I haven't heard it. I've never heard that on my headphones. It literally, I've, yeah, I've yeah. never it's, heard it's that weird. If now. it wasn't there, you'd you would miss it. But it's like, yeah. where where was it in the track? Do you know what I mean? It's like you yeah. can I can't ever see it. It's, yeah, I love listening to, to people that. talk about writing songs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, well. I mean, on a yeah for like a personal level you're comparing it to like oh I do that I do that or <laughs> I don't do that and then you just nick what they do how did you first ever hear because when we came on Pointless you said you'd heard us before and you said you were a big fan yeah. I remember you tweeted about was it the second record said something about the killers, killers and being from Stockport, from Stockport yeah. and we were like we'll take yeah. that oh, nice. <laughs> but, um, that's alright where did you first hear us <laughs> or have you just always sort of got your hand on the pulse in terms of new music or you know with it be with you yeah. like you said you just love listening to new bands and tunes i love new yeah i'm always into new stuff you know i love listening to to, to to new music and the interesting thing is listen we know that there's there haven't been many big guitar bands uh you know in the last five ten years it's you know it's, it's it just doesn't happen so much so i'm always on the lookout for guitar bands because that's kind of what i grew up with yeah you yeah. know and i'm always looking for you know God, who's going to be the next teenage fan club you know that's yeah. that's what i'm always after <laughs> and so you know as soon as you hear something like charlemagne you go oh okay yeah, yeah, this is. Uh, I'm going to listen to their next one, and I go, you know, because quite often yeah, a song comes along, and then you know it's not followed up. But you know, you guys just had an album full of them, and then the second album full of them. That's the main thing. 
Yeah. You know, which never happens. So, yeah, I was always, you know, listen, I, I would have lost interest if, if Sean and Mane had been, you know, your only, uh, yeah. if that had been your match.men and match.cats and dogs, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'd, have, uh, I'd have lost interest. But, you know, I love it when bands just do albums full of songs, you know, because there's, there's not so much of it about these days, right? There's loads of great singer-songwriters. That's brilliant. Loads of amazing hip-hop acts. That's great. I love all that kind of stuff too. But just like a proper down-the-line good old-fashioned we're going to write some great pop songs and play them on guitars you know it's it's a it's a rarity and you're you're flying the flag for it it is a shame i don't i don't i don't i find it hard to understand why there's not because there's definitely a love for it and people want it it's like i don't know it's yeah. like i think it's like must be like a record label thing it's easy to market just like a solo artist or do you know what i mean there's, yeah, about be, there's where so the, many different factors that yeah lie. there is which is, is strange but i think you're definitely right do you know what i mean but it's, to, to that as much as it's not a business like like it is a business, isn't it, to them, like, do you know what I mean? And yeah. So they're, they're, from the outside, they look and be like, right, a band, say, like, five of us, right, that's five hotel rooms, that's five train tickets, everywhere yeah. you go, whereas mm-hmm. a singer-songwriter, you just, they're just one person getting about, yeah, aren't they? So even on the, if you strip it down to that level, that's probably something to do with it as well, I think. And also bands are a massive pain in the arse because they argue with each other so the album gets delayed and then one of them leaves and then you think, oh God. Whereas you don't get that with a solo. With a solo soloist can't split up. Yeah, that's, the, yeah. Uh, that's the main thing. Yeah, it's less risk in the I suppose in, in them set. In that's that what sense. makes it more interesting though, doesn't it? There's always a story behind a band <laughs> yeah. and every story is different. Oh, that's quite hey, poetic for you, that man. It, it, it was good, that one, it? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much. Thanks for coming on. Really enjoyed that. Oh, yeah, it's thanks an very absolute much. pleasure, gents. I just want to absolute quickly pleasure. ask you about the Spielberg thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just, just want to know what happened. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, that must have just like blown your head off, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, we we, we were we, we were selling the, you know, so the Thursday Murder Club would make a perfect kind of BBC One, ITV Sunday night drama. And so, you know, we're selling TV rights. Uh, but I, because, uh, you know, I try and always do the thing that I shouldn't do. I thought I'd rather sell the film rights instead. And various people came in. And as soon as Spielberg came in and said he wanted to buy it, um, I just thought, well, I mean, you'd be in, so it's like Niall Rogers coming along saying, can I produce your next album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of go, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, listen, I've no idea if that'll be any good, but I'm certainly not going to turn down no. the offer. It's great. Love the story. Love the characters. Uh, and it's been written at the moment, hopefully filming next year, which wow. would be great. Cause everyone who reads the book casts it in their head and, you know, but Spielberg is going to cast it for real, which is, uh, which is very exciting. That's just- so did you speak directly to it? Uh, well, obviously, for, for a number of reasons, he hasn't been over. Can you believe that? I'm looking. I'm looking forward to. I'm. I'm really looking forward to talk to when he does. I'm meeting him in, in person rather than yeah, just over just over the phone. But it's uh, yeah. It's, listen, it's all incredibly exciting, and like, I'm sure we'll be pitching for various bands to do songs as well. But uh, yeah, we can have that conversation another time. <laughs> well, do you know, if you're ever up this way, you're more than welcome to come and have a look around our little studio. I mean, have a little. I mean, listen, I'm mean, for walls. a tea or a coffee. <laughs> Honestly, it looks a little bit like uh, I'm going to be murdered if I if I were to go in there. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure, it's. Uh, I, I can't wait for that grey to be all over it. It's going to be gorgeous. <laughs> right, so, thank you so much, gents. That was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank yeah, you very much. Cheers. Thank you. Okay, keep up the good work. Love you, lads. Cheers. Bye. 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 want some bullshit? No jokes. Yeah, go. Bullshit. Bubble wrap. Here we go. First was first invented as a wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. first, firstly, it's not paper, so that's off the cuff. That's got to be. What bullshit. was it? A padded cell. <laughs> <laughs>
fucking hell. That was corny. <laughs> Bubble wrap, wallpaper. I, it can. Is it to like, you know, like a baby falls on the wall or something like that? Is it, to, <laughs> is it like to baby proof your house or something? Or. <laughs> Oh, I'd be more concerned about falls the floor. Falls on the wall. <laughs> yeah, it'd have to be thrown onto the wall. <laughs> oh, oh, the fuck is that? Bubble wrap. That's a load of shit, that, isn't it? Oh, I can't even be arsed thinking about... Arsed. <laughs> go on then, some. I, would, say, I say bullshit. I'm going to say bullshit. I'm not even going to investigate can you go, this can, one. Can you go into it a bit more? Like No. No, because it's bullshit. Yeah, but... <laughs> If it's, if it's a lie, just... just it's tra- true. Just, it started off, off. It started oh, off as oh, wallpaper. Oh, shit. So why? It got, it got invented as wallpaper first, which is why? mental. It was an idea that just like... What, like a wacky... Fucking yeah, text, yeah, yeah, texted, texted wallpaper. And then, Wait yeah. a minute. How long has the fucking postman been about? What? Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> bubble wrap's used for transporting stuff, innit? <laughs> you need it's fucking bubble wrap. one without the other. <laughs> They used to transport things before bubble wrap. Well, like bubble wrap came around, then then you could deliver yeah, but why, things. Why, why, why would you fucking? You know, it's more practical, isn't it? <laughs> it's way more practical. That son. Oh, um, well, I mean, so that's yeah. just that. Just that. Be it a lie or a, or the truth, it's just stupid. Continue. Can just Joe continue. Five hundred years of Royal Mail. Wow. wow. Joe, you didn't That's actually finish that, your explanation yeah. then, actually. So what, why was it invented? Is wallpaper for like the 60s or something, did you say? Like wow. a design thing? Tom's just, Tom's head's blown about bubble Founded wrap. 1516. What was? Royal Mail. Remember it well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fucked, that, innit? 1516. Crikey. <laughs> Jesus. That's quite a memorable... When did bubble wrap come along, Joe? 1518. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, it was first, it was first marketed as <laughs> wallpaper... <clears throat> and then no one obviously bought into it. When? Like, so then, like, like a flocked wallpaper, texture. Yeah, yeah, like, oh no, that was f- like, fashionable. Like, like Damask was like, it's very uh, textured. But was it made out of plastic still? Was it still yeah, the yeah, same? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And then, 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 rip it well then, it was, um, then it was marketed as greenhouse installation. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Um, but that still didn't take off. Then some people started using it to move house. Ah, wow. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Right, yeah. say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See you later, everyone. Bye. Bye. See you later. See you later. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 